welcome to Sparkling Nonsense, a space for 90s ops and 10s nostalgia, growing up gifted, pop culture, and cake. I'm Claire. And I'm Michael. And we're the Millers. <laughs> we're the Millers. We recently went on a road trip with lots of uh, hidden drugs and <laughs> went and adopted a family. And <laughs> And became a family with strangers around us. Um, in case that wasn't clear, today we're talking about We're the Millers because that was a movie that maybe it didn't come out in the th- 2000s, but it did come out in 2013. But it had a lot of stars that were highly influential to our Generation. youth and yeah. level of nostalgia. And it's absolutely bonkers hilarious. So. It stars um, the original 90s dream girl, uh, Jennifer Aniston. And oh, it's, yep. it, like you've never seen her before. And yes. it's like unbelievable. She's so funny. Yep. So when this movie was coming out, I, <laughs> I remember just seeing like the, the preview in theaters. And the first thing you, they show in it is that Jennifer Aniston is a stripper. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of us, when we saw that, we were just like... I don't know what this movie's about. I don't care what this movie's about. (laughs) But but Jennifer Aniston is playing a stripper, and she's the hottest woman alive. Yeah, aside from Jennifer Lopez. Well, yeah, I mean, still second place. Jennifer's all around here. Jennifer's all around. Dawn of the Jennifers. (laughs) No. We're the Jennifers. We're the Jennifers. Throw Jennifer Hudson in for good measure. Oh my God, that's a powerhouse. That trio of of. I don't even know what the hot plot of that women. film There's would be. Yeah, hot, talented women who just are nice to look at. They don't even need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel good Femin- about saying it. Feminism. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> oh, no. But anyway, that goes to the plot of <laughs> Where the Millers okay. because, like, Jason Sudeikis, like, his, he plays this character who is trying to um, get money and, like, keep his apartment. And because he is a small-time drug dealer in Denver, supposedly, yeah. which is it, hilarious. We'll get to that later because it doesn't look like Denver at all. No. Um, but then he gets hired by um, Ed Helms' character to like carry all of these drugs in an RV. So what happens is that his he he reports to Ed Helms and. His stash that he's supposed to distribute gets stolen by some homeless people because of a couple other characters within the plot. And in order to make up that money to Ed Helms and the, you know, drug trade, he then has to act as a mule for Ed Helms um, from the Mexican cartel. You know, as one does. As one does. As a small-time drug dealer. Um, so they, he lives in a building in which Jennifer Aniston, the local stripper, also lives in. And then there's a young man named Kenny Rossmore, played by Will Poulter. Is that yeah, how you say Will his Poulter. last name? Yeah. Um, probably like in one of his 18. first roles yeah. that he was really known for. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, his name is Kenny, and they all live in this building together. And Jennifer Aniston's character, Rose, is like getting kicked out of her apartment because her deadbeat boyfriend won't pay the rent and then uh kenny keeps trying to hang out with jason sudeikis and buy weed from him and he's like i don't sell to kids and kenny's like well i'm 18 and my mom's out of town (laughs) and this is my favorite one of it's hard to pick a favorite line because there's so much good stuff in there where he's like when did your mom go out of town he's like last week 
And this kid, this poor kid's been alone in this house and is just trying to hang out with Jason Sudeikis, who is a just kind of a deadbeat weed dealer. Yeah. And it's hilarious. And then the last um, of the foursome is um, Emma Roberts. Roberts, who plays like this, like, isn't she homeless? Yeah, so she she's a homeless like a, a wayward building. youth <laughs> that hangs out outside their apartment. And the reason that Jason Sudeikis' stash gets stolen is because Kenny, the stupid kid, goes to try to help this girl who is homeless because he thinks she's cute. And they, <laughs> there's a line too where she, she's like, these guys stole my iPhone. He's like, aren't you homeless? Why do you have an iPhone? <laughs> so, you know, this movie couldn't be made today. People would yeah, not like no. it. Um, but it was just, it's so, it's so funny. And like, what I love about a lot of Jason Sudeikis' movies is like the amount that they very likely just let him ad lib and improv and it's always so clever and these these quick quips i think he's so funny it's so weird because i don't like i i remember him because he was on saturday night live for years mm -hmm. before this um, and yep. i think after this as well for a little bit yeah but like i don't remember him as like a standout on snl until like i just remember him like dancing with tina thompson in the ooh wee what up with that in the sue sylvester trump suit oh my god that was like one of my favorite weird snl cutoffs was yeah. the what up with that um but I, I remember him on weekend update and like when he oh, would do the devil spaces and stuff. yeah like i actually do remember him but i just think he was he in his film career He's gotten so much stronger. Yeah, and obviously in TV too, like Ted Lasso till I die. Like that show. Still never so seen <gasps> it. I watched one pilot. Are I you kidding the pilot me? And I was like, Meh. But stop! It's like the most positive, uplifting show I've ever seen in my you know, life. I don't like positivity. I know, but there's Says angry British the people. <laughs> but there's angry British guys in it. My students are like, yes, that shuts out. <laughs> True. But uh, there's I angry hate positivity. I love that your selling point for me was there's angry British guys. There are. <laughs> I mean, you got to balance out the like wholesome nature with a really sassy, like irritable Brit. Okay. I too am a sassy, irritable Brit. So I, yes, I feel that. Exactly. So See, I'm like, try you, it. you have the. I guess sassy isn't quite the right word. He's really just kind of a dick. Okay. Like, cool. <laughs> I'll try that out. It wins a lot of awards. And stuff. Anyway, it's it's really good, and it's I think it's really well done. But anyway, I think he's done a really good job with that. Obviously, like Horrible Bosses is yeah. one of the greatest films of all time. Wasn't Jennifer Aniston in that too? She sure yeah. is, and she is super she hot in that too. too. Yeah, who yeah. sexually harasses Har yeah. Charlie Day? Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Oh, yeah, because I have a lot of stories about that movie Me too. too. And then we can get into yet another of my installations of you know comedy dissertations which is that they are like the modern day three stooges yeah. that is literally what they created anyway i literally could you know i should have film study bro what i should have done was gone into like literary research like comedy specific yeah. because yeah. i nobody wants to know that. <laughs> I, fine. and i um the girl, my favorite character in this is Molly C. Quinn plays Melissa Fitzgerald, who's the teen's like love interest, the teen boy's love interest, and she's from the Midwest. Oh my god! And Nick Offerman and um, Catherine Hahn um, from WandaVision are her parents, 
And she she is from she, this girl was on Castle, the Nathan Fillion show. She for was. A long she's time. the daughter, yeah. wasn't she? And then she was just hilarious in this because she's a little Minnesota oh accent, and all of her lines in that accent like made me pee my pants. So <laughs> so funny. So the premise oh. of the reason all these characters come together is that while Jason Sudeikis' character David has to figure out how he's going to, you know, safely transport a bunch of drugs from Mexico. And while he's trying to think about this, a, like, family in an RV stops mm-hmm. in the middle of the streets, blocking traffic, breaking all kinds of, like, traffic laws and just being really weird. And he notices that they're like, excuse me, sir, like, being, like, very generically yeah. touristy. And it's like, I'm lost. And the cops are, like, so nice to them. And he's like, holy shit, that's how I do it. So he rents an RV, gets... Emma Roberts' character, um, Will Poulter's character to pretend to be his two kids and eventually does convince Jennifer Aniston, you know, the the woman he knows from the strip club as a dancer, <laughs> to be his wife. Um, and he'll give them a cut of the money that yeah. they get in return for, you know, moving the a, drugs. A key point is that he gives them different... He gives them he different, promises different amounts, amounts of money. And, like, like I think, like, Jennifer <laughs> yes. Aniston gets, like, half. Yeah. Like, and then, like... Uh, or not half, like a quarter she, of a yeah. half. I can't math. It was like 30, like, per- 30 yeah. or 40%. And then the, the daughter gets like 10%. And then Kenny and then goes, she's... you guys are getting paid? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he God. is so funny in this movie. Um, the way just that so actor can, the way Will Poulter can like act it with his eyebrows yes. is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Well, he genuinely has the craziest yeah. eyebrows yeah. I've ever seen, aside from like Eugene Levy. But yeah. like... Yeah. But he just can do so much with them, and I'm like, this is like, like those caterpillars on your face are real doing, real doing the acting. Like, the level of like confusion that he can show is just hysterical sometimes. Yeah. So there's, so they're pretending to be a family, and obviously, like hijinks have to ensue. Yeah. Are you all right? Hold you'll know when oh, I um, no. mention. This part of the movie that I just forgot about. Oh, no. Is dying. Is making me die. Um, But anyway. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so they have to pretend to be a family, and they're going to, you know, drive down to Mexico in an RV and then ideally drive back. Um, And in that, they have to, you know, pretend to be this innocent American touristy family when really, like, he's a piece of shit, she's an exotic dancer, Emma Roberts is homeless, and... Kenny is a, a Kenny, mess. A mess. Yeah, <laughs> just mess a, 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 a poor, another wayward teen uh, in a very different, innocent way. The way they get the teens, again, another one in this, <laughs> the way they get teens, like probably more like our generation of yeah. teenagers, is like classic. Yeah, it's like spot on oh. to how, you know, the stereotypes of how we act in yeah. our generation. The, the boy is such a nerd, like yes. such a square, and the daughter is like such a bad, like and just, bad girl, tough as nails, and they both like their respective love interests and how they like <laughs> figure out, like it's like, and then the the best part of the movie is that the parents who are acting like their parents by the end of the movie, like spoiler alert, become like their real parents. Yeah, like they all buy a house together, and so they don't want. <laughs> They're, they're like, we want to keep it professional. Like, we're not in yeah. this. But as the movie goes and they get closer, it's really well written. They care they get, about each they other. They start like mimicking, acting like real parents, and it's just like, it's so classic. Yep, it's and like, so good. automatically they turn into like caring about each other. One, but there's like a scene where they're like, "Don't make me turn this RV around," and they're like, "Are you kidding me? We're just here to like move drugs." Like, 
but it, and so there's all kinds of like comedic value in that too. And then the main reason that this fits in with sparkling nonsense is because Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls oh makes God. just an absolutely fabulous appearance oh. in which, you know, they're all kind of like fighting with each other about the situation. And then they start, that song comes on the radio and they start singing it and Will Poulter Ben does the, the entire rap. Yeah, he knows like, all the words. <laughs> And, just, and he this. closes his eyes and he's like feeling himself like full on just R&B and they all just like let him sing and they're like okay and that's kind of the moment where the relationships shift between yeah. a lot of them but anyway so lo and behold it's not as smooth sailing as they want it to be um, and at one point they the RV breaks down yeah. Which then, you know, eventually leads to their being followed by the cartel because they were, you know, lying and all this stuff because Ed Helms is a shady guy. Yeah. Wouldn't you know it? He the drug deal. dealer. And Jason today just is like, oh, he's like a trusty. Yeah, he just assumes. Dealer, not a big one. He's like, all right, dude. You like, whatever, you're right. Then he doesn't have his back. Yep. And so they're getting followed by the cartel and the RV is broken down. And they go into this shop and the cartel members like kill the owners of the yeah. shop and now they don't have a car so they're stuck there and Jennifer Aniston's character says something like I'm worth way more to you alive than I am dead and they're like what are you talking about and she does a like three minute strip tease to sweet emotion and yeah. it's un- I only get like, chills in, thinking it's about like it set in a, it's like the most ridiculous to set in a garage yep like, like a body shop garage a body shop and like there's like she uses like, like wires the shower. And, and the shower and like sparks like fly the- out of things and she's in like a golden like <coughs> yeah. golden lingerie. Yep, and, it's uh, unreal. Like, you know, amazing. she still just wears her lingerie at all times. Like I can't imagine a lot of exotic dancers on their off days where they're full on no. Outfit, but it's just again, it was like that's all they had to show, and every single person in our generation was like, Yes, please, I'll see that film. That's that's what uh, the Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer movie would be about because Jennifer Lopez also. I was gonna say it's like Hustlers, but different. Yeah, so Jennifer Hudson, if you're listening, we know, um, yeah, all three of you, you, if you're listening, to be in our uh, motion picture called The Three Jennifer, you need to be in another film about. Uh, a stripper. <laughs> see, yes. See if you like can we match. need to test and make sure we're all on the same level here. Like I'm sure you got it, girl. And then hit us up, and we'll, our people will talk to yours, and we'll make a film. A tale of three Jennifers. Tale of three Jennifers. Yikes. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway, that scene is amazing. Yep, and it's under, and the you know there's a whole thing where <laughs> Jason Sudeikis like covers Kenny's eyes. He's like, that's your mother, because she's oh, yeah. not, but like. <laughs> He's like moving his shorts around. Ew. It's so funny. No, when Kenny like like awkwardly moves so his yuck. shorts, it's Ew. so funny. So anyway, you know, then eventually they do get the RV back and they run into you know Nick Offerman and Catherine's family, which is them and their young daughter. Um, and Kenny is in love with this girl. And also at this RV park that they get into, Emma Roberts meets a weird, shady character that I don't even know this kid's name. No, no regrets. No regrets. Not even a single letter. It is literally like the... Is he just one eye? No, no that's, that's the, the big tall guy. Scotty P. Scotty P. <laughs> um, so, so Scotty good. P is this like 
douchebag. Douche but he's like a bag. generic douchebag. He has a tattoo across his chest that says no regrets, but it's spelled R-A-G-R-E-T. And they're like, what does that tattoo mean to you? And he's like, oh, it's just how I live no life. Regrets. No regrets. And Jason Sudeikis goes, really? Not even a single letter? And it is like hands down one of the funniest lines. And it's so well delivered. Um, and he's, his whole thing is like, ah, know what I'm saying? Nah, my family still does that as like a joke. <laughs> know <laughs> what like, I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? He's just this weird, skinny, no white guy dressed like an idiot. Uh, it's hilarious. And when that's all going down, meanwhile, Kenny, who's the polar, he's like the foil character to No Regrets yes. Boy, Statty P. Yes. Kenny's like, he's in love with the little Midwest girl. And, and he's talking to Emma Roberts and she's like, wait, you don't know how to kiss? And he's like, I don't know how to kiss. He just like he sounded out. just like, I don't know how. I don't know how to kiss. And then, that, that's why I was dying. Oh, yeah. The story I told you earlier. But... And the, um, the, the, so she's gonna yeah. come over to talk to him but while the girl is on her way over Emma Roberts and Jennifer Aniston decide to teach Kenny how to kiss. kiss so he is literally sitting between these two women making out with them back and forth but what that looks like to this poor young girl is he is now making out with his mom well, and his sister. She peeks through the window. So she, he's he's like trying <laughs> to make out with Emma Roberts. And then and then the mom, the um, stripper mom comes in and she's like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, what are you and guys then, doing? And then she goes, wait, it's not what it looks like. Kenny just doesn't know how to kiss. And without skipping a beat, Jennifer Anderson is like, oh, honey. Show and me like, what you taught her. One on him. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, show me what you taught her. And then it has them kiss. And then she's like, now, now on me. Now on me. And it's just back and forth, back and forth. And this poor young girl from the Midwest is just standing there watching this boy that she thought she liked make out with both his mom and his sister well, over but, and over again. Talking about this together, but then what's the interesting? Like, it's so well written. Is that later yes. we find out that her parents, like the girls' parents, are swingers. So and they're they, not swingers. They want to be. They hurt. they're open to it and trying, and but like failing really bad. Yeah. And like the spice of their they're trying to oh, be no. swingers, but neither of them are like overtly sexual either, and like not super comfortable with it. <laughs> So it's really them just being like, hey, do you guys want to come in our tent? And it's really awful. And oh, man, if you haven't seen this movie, I don't know why you've put up with our terrible rendition of it so long. But you have to watch it because it has all of the stars and they're all ridiculous. Louise Guzman is there asking for sexual favors like. I mean, Tom Lennon plays like a weird cameo in it, too. Like they're all famous people and it's hysterical um i was i'll look up the i wish there was a sequel to it it's one of those movies that i'm like it wouldn't be as good but like they set it up so well I yeah wish there was another one. i mean yeah so the, it ends you know they all use that money and they buy a house and they all just hang out and live together as friends and kind of a weird little chosen family which it's fun because all these people were kind of like lost individuals mm-hmm. and then they eventually like all got a, a space for themselves and some supportive friends that are, you know, again, chosen family. And so <laughs> I think they totally could have had something really fun where they just, it was like a day in the life of the Millers or something. Like, yeah. that would have been like 
what the antics they get up to after all of that um and i mean those actors are all strong enough that they could have made anything funny maybe that's our movie that's it's the the three jennifers is a sequel to where the millers she then owns her where the jennifers did you ever see that terrible movie the keeping up with the joneses movie that was like marketed as a con and as a comedy but then um spoiler warning there's like a really graphic suicide in it it wasn't funny at all that sounds was that ben affleck i don't know but anyway it like my i thought of that when that first came out because one it's where i learned of the phrase keeping up with the joneses and two um that movie was supposed to be funny and really sad and when this first came out i was like oh my god what if it's like that family movie but it's it's not even a little bit. <laughs> wow. Don't know why I I'm told that the story. Fun, I'm looking at the fun facts on IMDb. It says Jennifer Aniston used a butt double for the stripping scene. That's hilarious. So what? Butt, but everything else is her. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. Um, Kenny stayed up over 24 hours trying to learn waterfalls. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, um, there's. Yeah, you just you have to see this movie. It's absolutely hysterical. Um, and I loved when we did um, movies that in this era of like the mid 2010s because they always did blooper reels of these really funny people ad libbing yeah. and all their extra ad libs were always in the blooper reels. Reels and I always thought that was so funny. And this one has really really good ones I, too. I love this because speaking of that, like. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Steve Buscemi were all considered for the role of David at various times. Before. Why was Steve Buscemi considered <laughs> for the role? <laughs> Which one of these is not like but, the other? Like hey literally. There, cool kids. Want to get in the van? Like that's. <laughs> that <laughs> meme of Steve Buscemi is my entire energy and approach to life, but like I cannot see him being imagine, that role. I can't imagine Jason Bateman also playing a stoner. That'd be very interesting. I could see it, but it'd be a different choice. Um, but have you seen Dodgeball? Because that in is a long time. Oh, J- you have to watch that. it. Because I haven't seen just it since be- I was like ten. You need to rewatch it because I, you know I watched that a lot as a kid because my mom really liked it growing up because she loves Vince Vaughn, and I never really like thought twice about it. And then I watched it as an adult, and I was like, holy shit. Pepper is Jason Bateman and is he is the funniest. Okay. Like he can play a really weird variety of people. He's actually cool. very funny. I, I I think I think any of those three could have played that I role. But I I think. Oh yeah, if they had the tapes yeah. like that, you always see the Office auditions. That would have been really funny. But then this one is so good. This is weird, but it would be hilarious, and I would also like to watch this. Adam Driver was originally cast in the role of Scotty P. But I had to drop out because of he was filming girls. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Stoddy P. It would have been his voice would have been so No, I'm saying. No regrets. <laughs> that would have been because you know that stupid with the love like, hypothesis. Who is TikTok? that? Kylo Ren. <laughs> Help. Um. No. Okay. What? So there's this really dumb book on. The, on <laughs> I'm also, I'm in a book club with some of my friends that read romance novels and I don't read them because I think they're dumb. But no offense, <laughs> my friends are going to listen. I read some of them. But one of them that we read was the Michael's Love Hypothesis. been lying in his book club yeah, this whole well, time. Oh. One of them was called the Love Hypothesis and it's a, it's a Kylo Ren fan fiction. <laughs> you don't need to talk to me about Kylo Ren fan fiction. And the whole book is just like how tall he is and how big he is and how like... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I'm just imagining 
uh, Adam Driver as Scotty P, and I want to see that. It's movie. literally. I love the kid who played Scotty P. Like perfect casting, glad he had it. But I want to see show me the version, me the version of this <laughs> with Adam Driver and Steve Buscemi. <laughs> what's what's horrific? What's horrifically cast the rest of the movie. <laughs> we have Steve Buscemi as David. Then um, who's gonna be the stripper? I literally, I Jennifer Hudson. Is this where we're just no, like, oh no, she doesn't run that. Like, how, who can we cast terribly? Leah Michelle. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> this is like <laughs> wow. And then the kid, um, I don't know, he's like a weird... Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Controversial opinion. I don't care I for Timothy Chalamet. What the. F- <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. I, I don't care about him. He's fine. Adele Dazeem and Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Adele Dazeem. Please welcome Timothy Chalamet. No, Adele. Adele Chalamet. Idina Menzel is Idina the mom Menzel. of this movie. Per- in our version. Okay, so yes. Idina Menzel. Adele Shatim. Timothy Chalamet. Nope. Nope, we've oh, lost and it. And the daughter, we have to put her too. Who's like Rachel Dratch? <laughs> I don't know who that is. The weird girl from SNL. She's hilarious. Who did like, she was hanging out with, she left before Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. And she's like short. And, oh like, my God! <laughs> who plays the weird little hallucination in 30 Rock? <laughs> I think she's so funny. I think that fits in this weird She's too cast. old <laughs> exactly. to play a 17 year old. <laughs> we just put Lena Dunham in. Oh, God. <laughs> I was anyway, this was 2013. Do you, I don't know. She was that then. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so good. Um, wow. Yeah, that's the, that's where the Millers, folks. <laughs> that is where the Millers. And it's just, it's a good old time. And it, it makes, it certainly brings me back to, like, being a relative youth um, youth, I don't know. I was like, I was approaching. We were like 20. <laughs> I love I the like description. So on the, the movie poster, um, it points to other characters. It's like drug dealer, stripper, runaway. Virgin is how they describe Kenny. I'm dead. That's so good. Virgin. So good. But yeah, I mean, it's a 2013. So I was a junior. Or going into my senior year. Yeah. So you were in college. But yeah, it's it just like, I. it's another one of those movies that like you can put on at any point. I'm going to have a good time with it. Rory watches it. Like he'll, I'll come out and he'll be watching. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. We're I, the I, Millers. It's one yes. of those movies that I will watch whenever it's on at right. any point. If it's on. Like I'm like, not. And I'm like, oh, great. That it's, one. It's tune. Anything John C. Riley and Will Ferrell, yeah. like any of those uh, horrible bosses, Parent if that's trap. around, I'm gonna watch it yeah. anytime. Obviously, The Parent Trap. Totally yep. Mr. Geniality, all those. Yep. Um, this is a fun fact. I know we're wrapping up, but makeup artists made a prosthetic replica of Will Poulter's genitalia for the tarantula bite. I mean, that's probably really good. Um, like, yeah, because they didn't. It's not like, like they that's, let. That's like weird that they use like him as a reference, but I guess it makes sense. Like. I mean, they want it to look... Authentic? <laughs> I don't know. I don't Odd. know. I mean, that probably is it. But yeah, so there's a, an absolutely horrific scene that I have a lot of trouble watching oh, where a tarantula so bites funny, his testicles. Right yeah. And it's really awful. And they show it. And it's so gross. And I found a terrible website. <laughs> um, because um, when you Google We're the Millers, which 
Um, you know how Google always completes like your search? Yeah. Uh-oh. Um, the fourth thing that comes up is, can a 13-year-old watch Where the Millers? And I just love when yeah. people ask stuff like that to the internet. Like, you're definitely going to get great responses. So then I found a terrible website that I decided I really don't like called commonsensemedia.org in which randos can review and tell you all the trigger warnings and bad things in your film like pretty much all of these are like too much drinking too sexual and then randomly there's one that says great messages and great role models and i'm like are you sure so someone's obviously on here trolling stuff which is what i would do with this website but anyway um there's a really long description about there's a scene in which one of the young men shows his testicles because it's bitten by a tarantula and I'm like, okay, go home. That makes it sound like it was like a it does, random it makes actor it... choice. Like, yes. this weird actor showed his balls. <laughs> they they decided he that he wanted... He just anyway. did it on set one day. <laughs> they were like, great, Timothy. They were like, this is it. <laughs> no, Timothy Chalamet is not in the film. Ooh, okay. Shall um, makes a lot. Um, Shall makes a lot. <laughs> but, uh, See, I'm the, when I have kids, it's going to be like a real problem because I'm like the worst person to ask about like what film or TV media is appropriate. Because I'm like, whatever. I saw Chicago when I was like eight. I saw Crash when I was 10. I started watching South Park in like the fourth grade. Like My favorite show as a child was Dateline. So. Like literally, yeah. Like we're, there was always forensic <laughs> so files kids, on. And problems to I don't know. Going, what? And I, there, one time I was talking about how I started watching South Park in elementary school and my mom was like, oh my God, I can't believe I like, like that's horrible. I wouldn't have known about that. I was like, no, you didn't. I went around the parental blocks and I watched MTV and all the things that you blocked me from yeah. watching and she's like that's terrible what did that do to your development i'm like i'm fine yeah. i think it made me fine and a good appreciator of true comedy yeah. so i'm gonna expose my kids to everything um we don't have enough followers to get hate mail so it's fine uh, that i said that <laughs> we could have a little contest with, with our kids and what you watch at auntie claire's today i don't know burlesque <laughs> she taught it? me the dances from it. <laughs> What did you watch at Uncle Michael say? Out of Crash. Crash! But that's also a terrible film. It's a terrible movie. Yeah. Don't watch that movie. (laughs) Uncle Michael showed me some edgy theater. (laughs) Spring Awakening at age 10? Like, we were all doing it. Come at me. Like, I think it helped my development. Had you tried to hide it from me? I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't have been as good. But, anyway. Watch Where the Millers. 10 out of 10. Recommend. Always. Yep. Do you have no regrets, not even a single letter? Then this is the movie for you. Oh, God. <laughs> so they don't pay you to promote. <laughs> That's right. But I think that I do a great job. Um, that said, what's your sparkling nonsense of the week? I, my sparkling nonsense involves my students. I'm a okay. middle school and high school teacher. Perfect. I, what was the... Oh, they, I needed to, like have my lunch and so I wanted like some alone time so I wanted to lock the door and my students are always in my room like hanging out and I, I was like leave get out it's the end <laughs> right of you now. and me and they were like what are you talking about and I was like Jojo and they're like Siwa and I was like the absolutely nerve. not the, I was like the nerve the sparkling nonsense no offense we are anti Jojo Siwa in any way yeah come at form. me again I'll fight you so to the day I the die the only Jojo that's Jojo relevant Siwa. Tour, the Jojo the only Jojo that's relevant that's right. Is Jojo Rabbit, great film, and <laughs> Jojo, the 90s pop star who's a mega talent and is just And amazing. the first CD I bought at Borders Books and Music. No way. Yes. Was it the, two, was it the was Yeah, it, it was leave, the Leave CD. Album. 
Oh my god. Yeah. She was also in a movie about. An I army. wanted to look just like her. She was so cute. We're gonna have to do a whole podcast about JoJo. She was adorable. Yeah. And it's that's what when you told me that they didn't know who she was, I was, I was like, like, but so they sad. all dress like her. Like that. <laughs> That trend is coming back. Like, like, how do they not know that she's the OG of the, like, like, baggy pants crop top situation? I was like, you guys are altos with big voices. Like, you would love JoJo. Yeah, go go look it up. It's, like, so on brand for Gen Z. Are you kidding me? That's the kind of nostalgia they're trying to bring back. It's about JoJo. Well, that's what we're here for at Sparkling Nonsense, is to educate everyone on the correct forms of nostalgia. I have one more educational pop culture thing that I did this week. Because it was the first day of fall, and I knew that my students would be very cringed out by this. I, um, <laughs> Good my, start. My starting slide for my high school classes was, it's fall, out boy. Perfect. Oh, the thing you put mm-hmm. on our, our yeah, social you media? It. If you're not following Sparkling Nonsense, mm-hmm. please follow us on Instagram at Sparkling Nonsense Pod to see that lovely photograph. Oh, yeah. It was, they were like, this is the cringiest thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, it's Effie. I love it. They also don't believe that I like listen to emo music as a teen. They but don't believe that. They don't believe that. Oh, uh, it's sad when you think people can only fit into one mold. Boston, <laughs> like, yeah. Is it? But what was your sparkling nonsense of the week? Um, I feel like I think of them throughout the week and then I completely yeah, lose like what they are. Oh. First of all, I guess because we're a nostalgia podcast, Michael and I have really fallen in love with the one thing about me trend because it's oh. hysterical and we have a bunch of oh weird God, stories. So um, but weird I guess my sparkling stories. nonsense is that like I guess I like literally am like an old person reflecting <laughs> back on the times that I was cool in my youth. One because of the stories, and two because I can't fucking figure out how to make those videos on tiktok and i'm literally li- the old person crying out for tiktok help Rachel, and it's pathetic this, like help us out it's like, we really want to do that one thing about me trying to near the tiktok wizard and we are two millennials so at this point mm. i am assuming that what these people are doing is taking the audio and playing it on a separate device while they film it. Because then I like click on the audio associated with their video and it's just the actual song by Nicki Minaj, which, mind you, nostalgia, is Super Freak. It's Nicki Minaj remixing the beat of Super Freak. So again, nothing is original. Nothing and we all remix. just play on everything. Yep. And the re- I love that there's like entire TikTok accounts of like older millennials or millennials our age pointing out all of Gen Z's songs and where they actually came yeah. from. Like the, the music from like literally the 70s sometimes yeah. that they've oh, yeah. picked and are like, check out this fresh new beat. And we're all like, no, well, that song's been around for years. Well, Beyonce's whole album, the oh, new yeah. one, is like remixes and retoolings of 70s and 80s, 90s. That then- album is fun though. It is really fun. And then Britney Spears had her comeback with Tiny with, Dancer. Yeah. With Elton John. With Elton John. But I mean, yeah, but, but even like, you know, backbeats on like rap songs, like there's one video I remember that's like, I think it's like a DaBaby song where they're like, oh, check out this fresh new flow. And like some dude is like, no, that's from like the mamas and the papas. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's not new. Anyway, so, um, if someone could help me not be an old person shoved in a semi-young person's body, that would be super cool. Because I want to tell all my weird stories on the internet. I think so. that's also the plot of the three Jennifers. There, we have made like seven movies old, old now. Person. It's a series. 
It is, yeah. It's a weekly serial in which they go through different. Week, it's it's like charmed, but Jennifer's. It's a new Jennifer every week. With There's Jennifer plenty of famous there. Jennifers that there we could ours. play this game with. There is. There is. There are. Um, What's your song of the week? Waterfalls. Oh. Don't go. Which then this came up too, like right after you watched it. We were in our rowing class. If you've been keeping up with the little life tidbits we oh, yeah. throw I have in, to go on Saturday. and that made me go because I didn't go last week. Okay, I'll go, but and I'll make you go too. But the um, our instructor played that song during a class. We oh, both started right laughing so hard because you were like, "I just watched We're the Millers," and then I just lost it because. I had also recently watched it, and it was just so funny. It's a great um, song. So that's easily the song of the week for me, which means it's time for everyone's favorite, the saddest banana. Which I'm just gonna have to put in a sound bite of that yeah. of her doing that eventually, so that I stop singing like Jess Glenn uh, into a microphone. Silly me, <laughs> me, you play um, with my mental. That's the next lyric after that. No, it's not. <laughs> That's another, is that another one of her songs for lyrics? Or I don't know. The odds that I know the lyrics, it's the saddest vanilla that I've ever tasted. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's the fact that the song exists as a concept that's enough for me. So anyway. To, to, wow. There's going to be a lot of editing in this episode. Yeah. What was your saddest vanilla? I don't know. What my, oh. Do you have a did recipe? I have one? Do, I, do you have a recipe? Uh, I've been watching The Great British Bake Off. That's fun. It's so fun. It's so They're so nice to each other, unlike American cooking shows where we want to rip each other apart. My favorite thing is that the one of the hosts of that, the new host, like the little Noel Fielding and no. Matt whatever. Oh, Matt whatever, yeah. Cause he, <laughs> he started on Bridesmaids. They are like both the, hysterical. Yeah. Um, well, and Noel Fielding is from everyone's favorite, or you know, in all the people that live in my head, the IT crowd. Which yeah. you need to watch. I do. If you've never watched the IT crowd, it's hilarious. A, and if you want to understand who I am as a person, that'll tell you everything about my sense of humor. I, there, I have a saddest vanilla that I'll tie Great, to perfect. the theme of Where the Millers. Please. Because I sent you a, they're like, no-bake brownie bites. So these are not the weed brownies that you would find in Where <laughs> nice. the Millers. Nice. Good one. These are <laughs> no-bake brownies, but they look really good because it's like peanut butter and honey and like syrup Ooh. and chocolate. And I was like, see... This, I could mess with it, and then you just freeze it. And then you freeze them, yeah. The, I used to make, like, peanut butter cups that were, like, dark chocolate and coconut milk, mm. or, like, coconut oil and peanut butter, and they're really good because they were, like, high in protein and, like, um, you know, the antioxidants and, like, dark chocolate and cacao, and that was really good. That's fun. Well, no big brownies. That's super easy. All right. Well, um... Thanks for listening about We're the Millers and We're Sparkling Nonsense. We're Sparkling Nonsense. Hope you don't have any red rats about listening to this episode. <laughs> Not even a single letter. Sparkle on. Sparkle on.